0: You are welcome to face to face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. All right. Let's just read one verse of scripture first. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Isaiah 53, verse 1. The first time... um, I prayed for many people and in the early years we didn't used to bother about getting a medical report. You know. So, um, something happened 2002. April, I had a healing service. April 2002. So, after the healing service um, a man walked up to me he was a soldier and uh, he came he was just broken he just got information that i had hiv and um he came i think as a result of the healing meeting we had you know but it was not on the day we had the healing meeting so i said what what do you want he said i, I can't live that way I, no no i can't even imagine it so i laid hands on him and crossed HIV I didn't even he told me his name but I didn't know him from anywhere so he left thanked me he was in tears you know he wiped his, ear, his eyes and, and left so um, I didn't see him for some months I would not forgotten about it because like I was not keeping track of who I prayed for and who I didn't pray for. One day, I was in my office and a church brother ran into the office. So, some soldiers and policemen followed him into my office to arrest him. He had some problems with some people. When, he came, when they came in, This soldier that had been healed was one of them. So when he came and saw me, he said, ah, pastor. (laughs) Then he said, I have a testimony. (laughs) Glory to God. And he said, you laid hands on me on that day. And I went back, praise God. And I'm totally healed. So, Sometimes I'll be with some friends and I'll say, oh, this person got healed and that person got healed. And then they said, are you keeping track of all this? I said, no. <laughs> Listen, Jesus heals today. Can I read my scripture? Let's read together. I want to go. Who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Glory to God. Isaiah 53 is the chapter that gives a graphic illustration of the sufferings of the Messiah. And so contained in Isaiah 53 from the first verse to the last is the reports. Or should I say the basis for the reports. What do we mean when we say, who had believed our report? I know some of you sing that song. Whose report will you believe? I believe the report of the Lord. And when you hear reports, you think of it that this is the doctor's report, this is the Lord's report. But the report there is actually talking about the gospel. Hallelujah. Did you hear me? The gospel. The gospel of Christ is God's report concerning you. Amen. Are we together? Another word for report is God's testimony. Are we together? Now, I know what some of you know as testimony. Praise the Lord. I was on the road. This one happened and then I got healed. Or this one happened and I was saved. We call that a testimony. But the actual testimony... Is what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. Hallelujah. When He died, He got buried and rose again. God was saying something by that sacrifice of Jesus. In the sacrifice, God was saying, your sins are forgiven. That becomes your testimony. That's God's report concerning your sins. In that sacrifice, He's saying, you are healed. Amen. That's God's report concerning your health. That becomes your testimony concerning your health. In that sacrifice, he's saying, prosperity is yours. Poverty has been broken. Amen. That is God's report concerning your prosperity and your well-being. That becomes your testimony concerning prosperity. Did you get that? Now, why did he ask who had believed our report? He's not talking about this belief as just something permanent. No. It is something that is continuous. Glory to God. Are we together? That means that the report has to be constantly heard to be constantly believed. Amen. The expanded version of Isaiah 53 1, you find in Romans chapter 10. And I like to read Romans 10 in context. So we'll read it from verse 9 to verse 17. Hallelujah. Alright, let's look at this now. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead. He tells you what to confess. And what to believe. Amen. What he said to confess is the Lord Jesus, the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Then what it says to believe is that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now for you to believe he was raised from the dead, it means that you believe that he died. Amen. Then it says the the result of that confession and that believing Is that you will be saved Amen Let's go further He now says For with the hearts, that's the This believing happens with the heart With the heart man believes unto righteousness And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation Now It's taking us to another place And that's where I want you to really understand Verse 11 for the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Give me verse 11 in New King James Version, please. Because I just want to remove the believeth. Yeah, thank you. So, your Sunday is a continuous thing. Watch. Let's read together. I want to go. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him shall not be put to shame. It didn't say whoever believed. Did you get that? Believes that means you believe even now. Are we together? Will not be put to shame. Put to shame means that you will not be disappointed. He's quoting a scripture in Isaiah 28. I think the sixteenth verse, where we're saying that they that trust in Zion, hallelujah. They will not be disappointed. Alright? He says a short stone, a soft, a cornerstone, a short stone, a short foundation, and whoever puts his trust in him will not be ashamed. So, you will not be disappointed. That's what he's saying here. Amen. I didn't say you should go to Isaiah twenty-eight sixteen. Now, go back to verse 11. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Verse 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich. Unto all that call upon Him. Hallelujah. That means that He will respond the same way. You see, some of you have heard about the response of God to the Jewish people. You heard about how God responded to them by the by the Red Sea. How He responded to them in Egypt. He said, He is the same way He will respond to you. Are we together? The same Lord over all is rich unto all them that call upon Him. He will not differentiate. He will respond to you less than He responded to the Jewish people. Are we together? How many of you expect God's response to you? Amen. Still in verse, verse. Go back to verse 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Now, verse 13. Let's read together. I want to go. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Amen. You know, when the Bible says saved, it's not just talking about being saved from sin. If someone is about to drown, and you help him out, and he survives, you saved him. Amen. Another word for saved is rescued. Helped. Assisted healed, preserved, restored. What's your own? Amen. Delivered. Are we together? Brought out of death. Glory to God. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now see the protocol of calling. Next verse. How then shall they call on him now you know where, why I came here because of Isaiah fifty-three. Don't forget who had believed our reports. That's what that's what brought us here. Amen. So follow the. Now how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Now the point is, the believing. How would the believing happen? Amen. Because for you to call, you should have believed. It is the believing that prompts the calling. But he says, how shall they call on him? In whom they have not believed. Then he says, And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? That means believing cannot happen without hearing. Did you hear me? Let me tell two people. Believing cannot happen without hearing. Tell the other person. Tell the other person. Amen. Amen. Did you see that? He said, How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? That means if you say you believe, but you didn't hear from Him, that belief will not save you. Amen. That means any form of believing that is not prompted by a hearing, it's not the believing God is talking about. Am I communicating? So when the Bible said, who had believed our report? The one that has believed the report is the one that heard the reports. Amen. That's why when people have situations, you know, and they come sometimes to church, say, oh, "My brother is sick, my cousin, my mom, so so so." I say, bring them for the service. Let them sit and hear God's word first. I know why I say that, because I know where the miracle is. Amen. Are we together? So I say, let him sit and hear. Recently, I even started reducing how I minister to people that didn't sit in my meetings. Because what will even sustain you is even what you heard. Hallelujah. Oh, just pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Listen. You know, some people think that God's greatest concern is just to get people well. No. No. You can get well and get sick again. Praise God. But in the midst of that situation, God wants you to enter into a life of health. Amen. Not just to be healed from that sickness. So, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Then he says, And how shall they hear without a preacher? That means the job of a preacher is to make people hear the reports. Hallelujah. Now, I said the report is the gospel. Ever say the report is the gospel? Some people don't understand what the gospel is. When we say the gospel, you, you say gospel is good news. Gospel is good news. Every good news is not the gospel. For example, where's our brother Raphael? Okay, he's somewhere at the back. His wife just gave birth to a baby boy, right? He's a boy. A girl? He's a girl, alright, a baby girl. Put your hands together for him. Is that not good news? Is that the gospel? That's not the gospel. But his wife gave birth to a girl. Good news! Praise God. But it's not a gospel. Ah, brother Ikena, where is he? I thought I saw him just recently. He's somewhere, he's out. Okay. Some people here got a job or got some contract or something. Is that not good news? Brother Dickin, Dickin, where's Dick in Stanley? The oldest people they have they're walking outside. Amen. He just did convocation for his master's degree. That's good news. Wow, wonderful. We congratulate him. Is that not good news? Is that the gospel? Every good news is not the gospel. The gospel is the good news about the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. Amen. Are we together? So, when we talk about the reports, the good news... That you are supposed to believe. The job of the preacher is to come and announce God's report to you. So that you will believe. Now let me prove to you something. Where did I stop here? 14. You'll come back. Go to First Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, let's just take it from verse 1. My focus is verse 5 actually. And verse 5, verse 5 says that your faith should not stand the wisdom of men. Now, Paul was speaking here. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency or speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Verse 2. So, what what Paul came to declare is what? Go back to verse 1, please. What is it? Declare unto you what? Declare unto you what? Remember, we're using the testimony of God is also what? The report. Which is also what? The gospel. Say, so the testimony of God is God's report. The testimony of God is the gospel of Christ. Thank you. Now, so Paul said, I determine not to know anything among you, don't worry, verse 2, except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That means that this testimony of God is about Jesus and His death. Amen. Verse 3. He now says, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Verse 4. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Verse 5. That, this is the reason. Let's read together, I want to go. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now hold on. That means that it is possible that some of you, your faith is in the wisdom of men. Because if the report that was given is not the gospel, your faith will be in that thing. You know, well, just say, okay, with the, what's happening in the political, um, 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 c- um, scene right now. See, the, the best thing to do now is that you just join the winning party so that you get contract. Are you understanding me? Mean? That's human calculation. Am I communicating? And as ministers of the gospel, we ought to be very careful that we are not presenting Motivation Instead of the gospel Amen Motivation Is Self effort Are you understanding me? Alright You are a success You will make it Because there is something in you Now if you tell me there is something in me because of Christ Jesus is different. If you say, no, 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 no. By human potential, you will make it. Then I, I have a problem with that. Amen. Are we together? Because that's not the gospel. That's not the gospel. Let me take you to Philemon chapter 1. Philemon just has one chapter. I'll show you verse 6. See, our success is because of what Christ has done for us. Amen. It says, Philemon chapter 1. It's a prayer. So just start from verse 4. I'll read down to the prayer of verse 6. I thank my God, making mention of you, of thee always in my prayers. Paul was praying for Philemon. Hearing of your love and faith, which thou hast towards the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. Now this is the prayer verse 6. Let's read together. I want to go. That the communication of your faith may become effectual. How? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, do you know if you are just stopped by saying every good thing which is in you, you would say, well, right from when I was small, I like to talk. Right from when I was small, I was very funny. No, no, he's not saying every good thing just in you. Every good thing in you, in Christ Jesus. By reason of your union with Christ. Amen. You know what he's talking about? Eternal life. Amen. The Spirit of God in you. Amen. That's what he's talking about. He's saying that with that, you are a winner. Amen. You're a champion. Amen. What makes you a champion is your supernatural heritage. Did you hear me? What makes you a champion is your supernatural heritage. You know, some people talk about other tribes. They say, Yoruba people are like this. Igbo people are like this. Hausa people are like this. The truth is that there is no tribe that is not flawed. Amen. Amen. Did you hear me? There is no natural tribe that is not flawed. So, if you are going to be depending on your tribal heritage or pedigree, there is something wrong from that lineage. The only lineage that is not flawed is your supernatural lineage. Your divine heritage is flawless. There is no curse in it. There is no limitation in it. Are we getting that? So, hey, 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 let your confidence and your trust be in that lineage. Who you are in Christ. Not say, hey, 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 I'm an man. Go and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget one day we had a misunderstanding, we had a program university days, we had a program um, and then my people had a misunderstanding with one of the guys that helped work for us, I can't remember what he did, whether it was equipment or so so, I, I wasn't even the one that negotiated with him, but they came to knock on my door, that someone was looking for me when I came out, it was early in the morning I came out, and the guy was standing there and said uh, your people didn't Meet up with so 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 so. So I said, I did. I have a discussion. with you. He said, Go and meet my people. Why are you coming to meet me? He said, Is that what you are saying? You don't know. I'm an Ogoni man. And I asked. I said, What does that mean? <laughs> I said, What does that mean? What is it supposed to mean to me? <laughs> I said, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> what, what, what was that supposed to mean to me? And I said, I've not told you who I am. <laughs> but I've heard who you are. <laughs> Praise God. Let your boasts be in Christ Jesus. Let no man glory in men. Amen. Let your boast and your glory be in Christ Jesus. Why will this year be awesome? Because of Jesus. Because of that sacrifice I speak in. Because of that trust I have in that sacrifice. Why will my business get to the next level? The same reason. Did you get that? Alright, so back to what I was saying. So, every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. Now, when we talk about motivation, it means that somebody, somebody um, comes and says, you know, we can even rhyme some things. You know? And inspire everybody. The Bible calls it enticing words of man's wisdom. Say, Kai! You might even feel that the person is very intelligent that is saying it. If intelligence alone is the secret to success or academic qualification alone, and I'm not against education, professors will be the wealthiest people in the world. Are we together? But there are some professors that are working for people they hate. But they need their money. Amen. Are we together? So, motivation. And some of you, you know, say, I read, I I like motivational books. There's nothing wrong with that. But let me explain something to you. The thing that makes your life supernatural is not those things. The gospel... There's something about the gospel is stained with blood. It's a bloodied message. That's what makes it supernatural. And the message is as primitive as it was when Jesus died. There's no update to the message. There is no improvement. It doesn't need improvement. It works best as raw as it is. Jesus died. He was buried. He rose again. They invited me for a meeting. In London. And they had these. Polished folks. And I was to speak. And they said I should speak for 15 or 20 minutes. It was not a conventional service. So maybe they thought I'll just come and give a speech. You know, we have some folks that don't go to church. Although the person organizing the thing was a believer. I came there. Jesus death, burial, resurrection. These kind of things that you understand didn't come to talk about what's happening in the world. Jesus died. There is hell. There's heaven. (laughs) Claire, born. And he died. Because He loves you. There's a life beyond here as primitive as the messages. Because I knew that some of these people, they might never hear another preacher. God just gave me the opportunity to make sure that the report is announced to them. So that they can believe it. Amen. Are we together? You know, sometimes... Um, People just want a place where they just come and say. If you believe, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Say, ho, ho, hey, hey. After the hey, hey, ho, ho, you go home and you are still as broke as you were. And still as sick as you are. And I used to say it this way. motivation without redemption is idolatry. In the motivation, they didn't talk about Jesus' death. Just say, don't worry, don't worry. Just be focused. Just just believe in yourself. <laughs> Go and ask your fathers. They will tell you that. They believe in yourself and they got old. Amen. Amen. <laughs> they will tell you. Just be focused. Just believe in yourself. You will make it. When you're even saying that, even the politicians that don't know Jesus, we say <laughs> he's speaking English. <laughs> he's speaking English. They say, Look, oh your <laughs> 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 If your thing is God, hold it. If it's Satan, hold it. But oh yeah, thing? Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'll never forget this story I was told firsthand, you know, as someone I respect. He was talking about what happened, you know, he got involved in politics. And what happened in politics that in his um, um, community, you know, (laughs) he comes from the southwest, in in his community, there's this guy that came in from, um, he'd been living overseas, and he wanted to be involved in the political process. So he was saying, no, 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 we need to have people to think, we need to know, we're just talking, talking, talking. So he was contesting against some guys that are uh, local guys uh, on ground. So, was say, yes, yes. You know, some young folks that went to school were supporting him. Just like you have people on Facebook talking. They don't vote. They always just talk on Facebook. You know, and all that. And then, the story was that on the day they gathered the community for everybody to speak about what they wanted to do. The other guy came. As he came, he hardly said anything. They were just hailing him, hailing him, hailing him, hailing him, hailing him, hailing him, hailing him. Hailing him. Um, 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 what's that thing they used to say? Like, come and pass. We have already cleared you. They just he didn't even say anything. He just called the name of the party, called the name of the party, they called the name of the party, called the name of the party. He left. The other one came, he said a few things. Then the guy that had the intelligence, that wants to transform the society, that had the plan, he came upstage. As he shout a shout, voice didn't come up. This is a true life story. He's talking, but he can't hear himself. They switched him off. Come and talk. He respected African technology. (laughs) That one, I, I, I don't even know the guy, the person that was there was telling me. But let me tell you the one that I know the person. And after I say it, you know, to save the privacy of the people, you know, there's someone I know, you know, I I, I met him in London, actually. And um, he's someone much older than I am, but we're friends. So, you know, he's a nominal churchgoer. He, just, he goes to church, an Orthodox church. He respects me as a pastor. You understand that? And um, we met not on grounds of faith or religion. We met on professional grounds so he wanted to be involved in the political process in Nigeria he had talked to me about it and then he came over to Nigeria He comes in and goes out He comes in and goes. you got, got a beautiful house somewhere not far from here you know so one of the times he came and I'm saying it in a way that you know the group of people came and met him and said, you say you want to be involved in politics? He said, yes. Then I said, well, this is the group we belong to. We want you to join it. That's the only way you have a voice. And of course, an occultic group. So, he said he was so scared. He was confiding in me. He was so scared. And this, so the guys, he knew, he knew them before. He didn't know they were into those kind of things. Because they wear suit and everything. And so he refused, he, he, he didn't say bluntly to them, it he was, he was like, okay, he, he has heard them. He said from that place, he called someone to pick him. He flew out of Portacos and went back to London. He was telling me this in London. The second experience he had was his child. They've grown up all their life in the UK, but they said, no, we want the African way of getting married. So they brought them here. The daughter came here to get married. So she went to do traditional marriage and became sick. He said he didn't believe in those things. That for two weeks she didn't stool. They flew her back to London. Took her, I'm telling you what the father is telling me. The father didn't believe in those things. He said, "I believe now." <laughs> they took her to the hospital. Kept her there. They would check her. Nothing is wrong. But she is not stooling. She feels like stooling, but she can't stool. And she's crying. A, an Indian doctor in London came and checked her and said, "Are you a Nigerian?" Say yes. He said, "He said um, this is not a professional advice, but I think someone in Nigeria can help you." <laughs> he was saying that this is not a medical problem. A Nigerian doctor there to came and said, "See." We have done all the tests. We can't explain all these things we are doing here. We don't know what to do. You know prayer. So, tell them to pray for you. They called pastors. They started praying. It was in prayer that she stood. Are you listening to me? Now, let me... <laughs> so, so, you say, Oh, motivation, motivation. <laughs> There is there is a devil. <laughs> That's why we say this gospel, the Bible says, Paul said, I am not, Romans 16. I am not ashamed. Why? It is the power. This gospel is the power. Amen. How can I be ashamed of it? It is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. So, the report, when you hear it, is your salvation. Amen. Amen. Are we together? You know, sometimes people just want to sit down, and I'm not bashing anybody. They just want to watch, you know, Oprah Winfrey, you know, and all that, and all that. And that's entertainment value. If you want something that will save your life, hear the gospel. You keep flipping channels. No, no, I don't want any preacher. I don't want any preacher. Let's hear something intelligent. Where is the intelligence taking you to? Amen. And you've been hearing something intelligent, intelligent, intelligent. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. So back to what I'm saying. He said, Who had believed that I report? Go to back Romans 10:14. Romans 10 14, that's where we were. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? That means you have to hear. And how shall they hear without a preacher? That means the preacher's job is to bring the reports, the gospel, so that you can believe. Then what will happen, verse 15? I'm going to verse 17. And how shall they preach, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. Next verse. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. So you now quoted Isaiah. For Isaiah said, Lord who had believed, our reports. Amen. Did you see that? Verse 17. So then, faith, the conclusion, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Say that with me. Want to go? Permit me to just give five minutes to this. What the scripture is saying is this. The, ba- the scripture, what the word of God is, the word of God is the rhema. Everybody say rhema. There are two words for word. Alright? Two Greek words for W-O-R-D, word. One is logos, the other is rhema in Greek. Now, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the Logos. When the Bible said, in the beginning was the Word. It said, in the beginning was the Logos. And the Logos was God. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the Logos. That means He's the totality of all God wanted to say. Did you hear me? Everything God wanted to say is Jesus Christ. Now, what is Rema? Rema is what the Logos is saying to you. Are you with me? Are we together? What Jesus Christ in the now is saying to your situation. That's Rema. So, when you are hearing the gospel, the reports, inside of it, you will hear what he's saying to you in that matter. Am I communicating? Now, you know, as I am sharing, all of us are not hearing the same thing. Do you know that? I know that some people might not even be hearing. Yeah, because they are thinking, the beans, the beans, the beans, I will use bread. <laughs> That's what I think in this service now. You understand that? Then it just occurred to them that ah, this soup might be spoiled. I will warm it like that. <laughs> you know those days where you know in school days where somebody will warm it. So everybody said, "Throw it away now! <laughs> Throw it away!" You understand that? The guy is still trying to know. Remake it, you understand uh, Renovate the soup. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and as it's warming, people are complaining, what, what, what's that? Throw it away. <laughs> God delivers you from renovating. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Because you're calculating. Kai! No, it will not go like that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, don't play with food. It's a major investment. Major investment. Don't play with food. Hallelujah. So, hear me, (laughs) alright? And you will hear a word for that situation. Faith comes by hearing. As the reports... Only the report can carry your rhema. Only the gospel can carry your rhema. It's in the gospel that you will hear, okay, okay, in that business, this is how to go. In that situation, this is the decision to make. You know, the Bible does not have information clearly written out to tell you who you should sack in your office and who you should employ. Amen. You know that some of you, you need to sack some people. You don't know? Ah. <laughs> Amen. It doesn't tell you the name of the person you should marry. Am I communicating? But as you sit and hear the gospel, in the gospel, the instruction of the exact thing to do will come. Amen. Am I communicating? That's what you need to understand. So, we keep creating opportunities to hear the gospel. Hallelujah. To hear the gospel. To hear the gospel. And there are some guys have understood that. They've understood that. They come for a meeting, they know that this is what I came for. And they're listening for that instruction of the Spirit for that thing. We might be talking about the blood of Jesus. A business idea will drop in your heart. Amen. We might be talking about resurrection. The name of who to marry will drop your heart. Amen. You know, some people have known who to marry, but the proposal method is wrong. Amen. If God doesn't give you strategy, (laughs) you'll be single for a long time. Amen. Glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Am I communicating? So, in everything that has to do with your life, the the instruction of wisdom will come from the gospel so there's a way to listen amen all right now it says faith comes by hearing that's that believing happens when you hear hallelujah so the scripture says who i believe that report the one that believed the report is the one that heard the reports that head report. I've been in meetings where maybe I'm not even the one speaking. I'm just sitting down there listening, listening, listening to the message. And then the answer comes. Hallelujah. And I now know what to do. I know what to do. Sometimes it might even be an old message. But I'm playing it and listening to it again. And something comes out of it fresh. I was driving to Yenagoa two or three years ago. I was I was alone. I was driving. And I was listening to a message after the light by Pastor T.B. Peters. I was listening to the message. <laughs> you don't know him. Amen. <laughs> I was listening to the message. And as I was listening, something hit me. I parked on the way. Came down and shouted. You understand that, man, see word. <laughs> Enter and continue driving. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Pastor Benihin was sharing something He said There are times where He had been put Watched himself on TV Praying for the sick And he had pain And he received his healing Amen, Amen. Are we together? And then he's ministering The person there is Pastor Benihin Amen And he's the one watching And he's receiving Because he understands how this thing works Praise God Hallelujah. And I've done that several times in my own life. Many times. I had a problem with my tooth. You know. And um, there's some things you will not wish for even somebody you don't like. You understand that. Toothache. Toothache. And then they say there's something worse than that in hell. I don't even want it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> because in hell there's something. They say gnashing of teeth. And so there's teeth-related pain in hell. Ah! Hey, hey. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's teeth-related. I know something about tooth pain. And that day, you know that kind of thing where you don't know where to hold. Whether it's your leg if you should hold, or your back. Are you understanding me? I was just... Some of you, how many of you understand what I'm talking about? Me you know so i i was i traveled and um, it was like a few days for me to return and i went, i also got to buy some things i got to the place the pain was so much i came back my friend said what happened i said the pain the pain the pain the pain i just came back you know I, 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 this was in london i came back i like i didn't even know where to hold so he was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He was he was worried. You know? So I sat down. I was sh- 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 going through my phone. And then I got the message on communion. And I played it. I was in pain as I was playing it. I said, listening to it. Listening to it. Listening to it. Then it, uh, it, the message was for me to take bread. I took communion. Broke bread. The pain stopped. Now... Then, I went out again. My friend said, yeah, that's, I've seen a miracle. That he was shocked. You that? Where did faith come from? The message. Amen. Some of you, they, they want me to say, buy a message. Say, no, 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 no. I've heard it. <laughs> See, the hearing is a continuous hearing. No? Flood yourself and your home and your life with the word of God. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. In your car, at home, just keep message playing sometimes. And be listening to it. It will do something to you that you can't even imagine. Some of you have never gotten any message from church. You don't buy messages. How much is a message? How much is a message? Glory to God. Oh, oh, load them in my phone for me. Load them for me. Uh, Put five Maybe it'll be more than a thousand or something like that. Get it for me. And then you listen to it. He said you will be looking through the phone, looking for daddy freeze in the, in your phone. Daddy freeze can't help you. He's a frozen daddy. Listen, get messages. Today as you are living, get messages. Did you hear me? Listen don't just get them, listen to them. Over and over again. There are some things you are running around for someone to help you. In the message the help will come. The help will come. The help will come. There's a lady in Sweden, you know, she just I don't know better only once. You know, one day I was with my wife. She just sent me a message. I want a child. I said, see, trouble, <laughs> that I said, see. Si. <laughs> it's prayer that she's talking. You know. <laughs> she wanted me to minister. She's believing God for a child. She just, and, you know, because she speaks Swedish, okay. So when she's, um, her English is not very, um, yeah. So she just say, want a child. I want a child. You understand that. As if I should give her a child. (laughs) I only have three children in the whole world, with one wife. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. So, and then for different things, she received a miracle. I understand that one time. You know, she always wants to pray, and I said, "Listen, you don't need me to pray for you all the time. Listen to my messages." several of them on, on, on social media YouTube, and so listen to them some of the things you are running around for in listening to those messages you will receive them today, don't live without a message go and listen to it I know sometimes, you might not even be having goosebumps where the message is going on it doesn't mean the message is not transforming your life I'll end with this I met a young lady that, she's a woman now, she's married. Her mother is a believer. So she was sharing something with me. She was not interested in things of God. In her teenage years, up to university, she was not really interested in things of God. So she said her mother frustrated her life. That in the house, they had speakers in every room. In the kitchen, everywhere, speakers. Then the like, recorder or tape, or whatever, is in the mother's room. Then she will play a message. Wherever you are, you'll be hearing the message. So several times she had climbed to disconnect the wire that connects to the speaker in her own room. But you'll hear it because in the corridor, it's still it's beaming. You'll be hearing the message. She says she so hated it. By force, two, four, seven. It's just one message to the other, another message like that in the house, running through the house. Now, this is a personal testimony to me. She's doing, she's saved, filled with Holy Ghost now. She said, Pastor, I didn't know that those things were entering me. I didn't know that those things were entering me. Now, when I stand to talk, some of those scriptures in those messages will come out from me. I didn't know they were inside me. <laughs> a situation arose somewhere where this lady there was a death and life situation and her relatives were there and when she came and started praying in tongues they said they didn't know that she had entered that level because they never saw her serious she said it's all those things of yesteryears that they were finding a place in their her heart in one way or the other Amen Glory to God so as you keep hearing the word is entering somewhere is entering somewhere, in the same way that the negative things you hear also enter somewhere. Are you understanding me? It's true. You might just be sitting down. You didn't plan to sing uh, Coco Master's song, but you might just come out to give testimony. Before you know, you'll be saying some kind of things because it has entered somewhere. Are we together? So keep hearing the message. It will come out. It will come out. In situations that you didn't even expect, it will come out. Say, I believe the report. I believe the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says, who I believe the report, to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Meaning that when you believe the report, the arm of the Lord, the power of God will be revealed. The reason why many don't see the power of God is that they never actually hear the reports. They hear motivation. They don't hear the reports. Dr. Jerry Savelle, a great minister of gospel, a man of great faith, had a situation. And he had a stroke. This was just a year or two ago. and he, he was just repeating one word over and over again when they informed Kenneth Copeland he landed and started reading scriptures to him until he got well this gospel is the power this gospel is the power And that arm of the Lord is the power of God that shows up in that situation. Say, Jesus died for my sins. He was buried and he rose again. Now, you think that's a simple statement? No, it's not. There is no more powerful statement you can make than that. Some of you believe, say, abracatabra. You think it's a powerful thing to say. There is nothing more powerful than Jesus died for my sins. He was buried and he rose again for me. When you announce that, Satan understands. Circumstances understand. It is in this announcement that your house rent will be paid. You didn't hear me well. Say it again. Jesus died for my sins. sins. He was buried. buried. and And he rose again. I have victory. Over financial death. Over financial death. Amen. Amen. It is in this report that your children's future will be set. Some of you think that, no, flog them, flog them. I um, I believe in flogging. Flogging with revelation. And anybody that tells you that, no, don't flog children. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It's scriptural to flog. Very scriptural. What the scripture doesn't say is that you should abuse the children. Don't inflict injury or harm on them. If you're here, you don't flog your child. Correctional flogging. You're already setting yourself up for something. The scripture says, foolishness. It comes with the package. When the child was born, there is a storage of foolishness in the child. Amen. Listen, that foolishness is from God. Are you understanding me? It is that foolishness that makes the child dare things. But now it has to be tamed. Are you listening to me? The road of correction. Don't go there again. You did not hear? Don't go there again. (laughs) Amen. It is this message that will correct your children. Set their destinies right. Are we together? You are speaking words over their lives. Jesus died for my sins. He was buried. He rose again. I have victory. In raising my children, amen. The path of my children are set. Your relationship, this is the victory. Whatever it is, this is the victory. Are we together? If you're doing any other thing without the support of this sacrifice, you can't trust that it will turn out right. Amen. No, you can't trust I can turn out right. It turned out right. I am a testimony. Amen. Of God's word. Ordering your steps. In my teenage years, I thought of the worst thing I could do that would offend my parents. Are you understanding me? I thought of it. But the thing didn't want me. I was rejected by Satan. You don't understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You know we say I rejected, Satan said, no, no, you're not a monk. (laughs) You're not part of us. You belong to that side. I went to ask one time about joining a court. I said, where do they used to join it? (laughs) I met the guys. Some of them are saved today. I met the guys. I said, okay, I want to join. Every day I come, they can't find the phone. Are you listening to me? It's that in prayer they have settled me. Are you understanding me? The door was closed on that side. Lift your hand. I say, thank God Jesus died for me. Thank God, me. Thank God he was buried for me. Thank God he rose again. again. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? So this is your victory. And keep hearing it. Every time you hear the gospel, something happens to you. And something has happened to you today. Something has happened to you today. Glory to God. Bow your heads. If you are here, you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at fade 2 or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed and loaded.